0: Hi friends. I hope you are well and are fully strapped in for today's episode as me, Johnny and Yusuf deliver Catch Up 102. The first episode went down fantastically and it's nice to have uh, the opportunity to just talk about whatever we want to without an agenda, without a topic and get a little bit more of our lives across as I know a lot of you are interested in that. So today we are learning about Yusuf's bad experience at Greg's with his brother, Uh, Johnny Neely being abducted by a man into a white car. My Holiday to Rome. Uh, What else we learned about Flat Earth and the recent Flat Earth documentary that's gone out. Going to get to hear our thoughts on that. Uh, Whether or not Elon Musk is a press genius or just someone who looks a bit awkward on camera. And an awful lot more. Coming up soon, I've got James Clear, author of Atomic Habits. Professor David Sinclair, one of Time Magazine's top 50 influential health professionals in the world the guys from inside tracker three episodes with the guys from social chain Rachel Kleinfeld on the state of the global government and oh there's so many episodes I was going to ask for feedback about how the Monday Thursday podcast publishing split was going but you're just gonna have to put up with it because I have too much stuff to get out so I hope you're enjoying it and as always if you have any feedback at Chris willex on all social media but for now please welcome Johnny and Yusuf. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Johnny and Yusuf from PropaneFitness.com are here again. Catch up 102. It went so well last time that we're gonna do another one. Just talking about whatever's catching up. Whatever the whatever the fudge catching is going up. on. Catching down. The catching first across. thing, the first thing which is going on is for the listeners at home who aren't watching on YouTube, you are missing out, my belated birthday present is adorned across my chest and it glorious. is. glorious. This lovely soaring T-shirt.
1: You like the sun being us of Plane. Plane.
0: <laughs> it's a soaring T-shirt. <laughs> it's got the that's logo him. from the saurine on
1: that's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Airplane, yeah. Like What's no that man got to do with it because
2: it's a plain saurine. It's Plane. not the chocolate one no, or it's, the it's banana one. Could potentially one be banana though. It's the same coloured logo. It's not. Don't it's the stop same kidding yourself, logo. Chris. That is the plain
1: saurine. For anyone that doesn't understand this, Chris's idea of a pre-meal snack <laughs> is an entire saurine malt loaf, extremely dense, it's like a, a, the closest thing in food terms to a brick, and a kilo yeah. of yoghurt. <laughs> Did you build a house out of saurine? And, oh yeah, easily. You need to wait
0: for them to uh, air, wouldn't you? Aerate right, and then you know they'd get a bit harder. It'd be so
1: weatherproof though, like it would stand all weather. So does that
2: that means so, it's a... Cake, not a biscuit.
1: Uh okay. cake. Biscuits, can, biscuits got cakes soft. Good soft good cakes hard. So there's a story that every forensic accountant loves to tell because it's the only... Jaffa Cakes. Yeah. 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 Can you relay that?
2: Oh, God, I'll probably get it wrong. So you charge VAT on biscuits but not cakes because biscuits are seen as a luxury item. Cakes aren't.
0: Because birthday cake's a
1: necessity. <laughs> because of the Queen. Something to do queen. I
2: think because cakes used to be made from... Um, leftover necessity foods. Okay. Whereas biscuits aren't. I think this is right. I'm so sorry if it's wrong. This is just uh, some like artifact of a time gone by. Well, it's just the way that the foods are classified. That's so
1: biscuits are... Cakes are... I'm As the, are going to be like, ah, Johnny, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny, do not.
2: So Jaffa cakes were like, like, we're, wear a cake, mate. Like, don't, we don't pay VAT. Fuck on me, yeah. And then they were subject to the biscuit cake test, which was <laughs> that biscuits go...
0: Soft, soft, when left to their cakes own go devices. Hard. And what do they do? They go hard. Unbelievable. So, so if cakes. you can develop a biscuit that goes hard... No, you haven't got a biscuit. No, but if you can develop a biscuit which gets harder... Well, uh, then you've ruined you, it for you, the what whole... You, of what have you got there, <laughs> Chris? Is a <it> cake? <laughs> oh, but by that by that logic, if you can have something which has the texture of a biscuit, <laughs> but then goes... You, you have essentially a, a, cake. a cake masquerading as a biscuit.
1: Well, th- this is why Jaffa Cakes... Allow themselves to be to evade the need to be taxable. I just found a tiny little bit of my
0: birthday cake on my nose there.
1: On your on your nose. On my nose. Yeah, I must have got it.
0: Oh, I bed. saw that. Thought, <laughs> said, no
2: one, no one decided. Sorry. Because <laughs> um, didn't it, your? There's another there's <clears throat> vat, VAT banter banter. Um, great banter. To your brother. <laughs> did, did he try and ask for a bit of pizza heated up in Greg's? Oh yeah. And they oh can't heat it up because right. then it's vat <clears throat>
1: So, oh wow! So I remember um, we're not we're not sure of the reason. I'm guessing that's I'm possible. Guessing as well, yeah. I was driving my brother to the gym, and sometimes I have to take care of him. You know, he's 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 44. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, right before we go to the gym, are you hungry? He's like, oh, I'm starving. I'm like, okay, let's let's just pull into the Gregs. Went in. And he was like, and this is this is him having a, a real problem because he's, he's wrestling with the moralistic attempt to try and be halal and the fact that he's but very he's hungry. Surrounded by sausage. Surrounded by sausage. So, so I was like, look, you should get the steak and cheese roll. It's fantastic. He was like, mm. I'm like, Are you, you're trying to eat halal on you? And he was like... Yeah, if I can. Isn't it's the way you say Hello. It's like a French person saying croissant. Croissant, le de sac. Go to that cul de sac and just. Go a croissant. <laughs> the croissant. Ha- halal, I say it. Halal. Halal. Yeah, halal. I'm, I'm still anglicising it, but anyway. I think
2: Chris and I should tr- should learn to try and correctly pronounce You're, sh- you're good with Shataf and Araq and Afghanistan. Afghanistan is clumsy. <laughs> I just, oh, Afghanistan
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shatafa <Sh-sh-sh-touffer.
1: laughs> Anyway Sorry. So he was like Okay um, Can I have one of those um, Veg Veg roll thing uh, Veg pastries And then we're like Oh we haven't got any left And we we're like Okay Can I have the four cheese pizza No there isn't any Like okay Can I have that Bit of pizza But can I have it hot and I said, no wait we're, we're, we're kind of heating them up it was like well, why not can you, can you is it hot no well can you just can you not heat it up and I was like look the steak and cheese rolls are hot he's <laughs> like, no, no, no. like look can you just heat is it it's no, health and safety and he's like look I don't care about health and safety can you just heat it I just want to have a hot bit of pizza and then like, no he's like right Give me a, a toffee yum yum And two chocolate eclairs And so he, he's then really Had to go on to The other his, end of the scale Yeah that like, So yeah. he's had to have His like fifth uh, sh- choice down. Well not haram But like <laughs> Even that Haram Haram the, the, So there's halal Achrak. Haram And makro so, <laughs> Oh my god What's the middle one? It's a makro It's kind of This is kind of a Makro great.
2: No don't worry
3: Habibi
1: It's <laughs> makro <just> <laughs> So what is what is It's like ta- bit tax bit shit. Tax evasion ro- tax avoidance. Okay. Tax evasion. Okay. So, okay. so
0: so sausage once yeah. once was in a farm with a pig but isn't a pig. Can you, yeah, can you define
1: haram? Exactly. Just forbidden. Forbidden verboten then, in makro. in uh, Germany. verbot dubist bist verboten <laughs> 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 is und du bist you are forbidden. All oh, right. Um, no, so pork is bad. <laughs> so um He's, he's then in the car stuffing in three creamy chocolatey treats that he really didn't want <laughs> because they're fifth choice down because he'd scuppered himself into having... Basically, I'm hungry, but I have three constraints. I want it to be from Greg's, hot, and... Pizza. Halla, and that bit of pizza. And that bit of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the same Greg's apparently has this, like because it's on quite a rough street, it's on Shields Road, <clears throat> and apparently... Um, there's a guy that comes in and just nicks stuff. And quite often he'll come in. That, this was Alex. What he was saying that um, he was in there in the queue and this guy ran in and took a tray of pastries and just ran out and all the staff just went... <sighs> not Like, as if, like, oh, not again. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like, this is a frequent occurrence. You know what they need? Security. Yeah. yeah. But then, uh, is it worth... The paying the security man. Yeah, what's the security it? guys hourly? hourly what's rate? The, well, what's the total way. cost of production of that tray, tray of many like
0: many. four by six?
1: Because like, they cost what eighty p each or a pound each. So yeah, even if there's twenty. RRP. RRP.
0: RRP. <laughs> can, can we talk about the time when? Can I tell my story? Oh yeah, yes, this <laughs> is a great story. <laughs> yes.
2: Okay, so today, or. A while ago in podcast land. Yeah. Um, I was walking from my car to Costa Coffee. I won't say where, in case anyone tries to follow me, but somewhere in Newcastle. And as I'm walking, this is going to kind of give it away a little bit. So I'm walking past an EE shop, EE phone shop, right? Standing at the door of the EE phone shop is a fairly well-muscled man um, looking frustrated because EE isn't open yet, right? So... I noticed this AirPods in actually listening to uh, catch up One Hundred One. So this is very meta. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I saw him see me and then just like missile lock onto me and follow me along. And I noticed he like, like side eye him. Like, okay. There's side there. eye him again. He's still doing it. Oh, okay mm-hmm. um, Cause I did get started on the petrol station that time. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So I'm just always, you know, whenever I'm around cars, then see him turn around and run back towards a white van. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. walk into Costa, mm-hmm. order my decaf, of course, coffee. Mm-hmm. See him then run back towards Costa, come into Costa. And as he comes around the, the door, I notice that he's got a handful of protein bars. So I'm like, okay, he's got a t-shirt that says O-Teen on it. So I was like, <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> like if this guy's coming to attack me this is a very convoluted way of attacking someone so he's he like hi mate listen to the podcast etc all the, all these nice things so I love familiar with, how with me, modern wisdom etc um, got talking about um, the protein bars that he was giving me to try and things like this um, and then he said um, actually your, your mate your business partner the guy with the beard um I was trying. I was putting a, a a leaflet, promotional leaflet, through his door, and he he was sat in the window, and he got up and he banged on the window and went, "What are you doing, mate?
1: <laughs> Did this actually happen?" Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I feel like I feel like when I'm sat at my desk, I'm having to like defend ward off. De- def- yeah. So quite often people will bring their dog into into the little. For my front door and try you and pick it, it up. No, oh, front, really. Who's dog? I'm not. I'm like, Poo their dog? Yeah, it's like cause even if they pick it up, there's still bits of residual poo floor poo. Dog. Yeah. Like, oh. So I, so I, so I just like...
2: loved, I loved how long-winded that experience was for me for a scurvy problem that happened. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> so the, the reason that this has occurred is because on your letterbox you have a statement.
2: No junk mail. The guy's reply
1: was, oh. he sh- just shouldn't live in a student area. It wouldn't happen. That's, that's equivalent to she shouldn't have been wearing that. He's encouraging rape culture, and I think that's a, a reprehensible... Not, not really. Thank you for the attempt at the Oteen bar. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry for any offence caused.
2: Um, so, he was, so actually, he, he then went on to say that part of the reason why he now has a bar-based strategy rather than a leaflet Bar open. is a mu-
1: much better... These space at- strategies because of experiences like that. Oh, mate, if, if you had a bar and you approached the door... Bar. A bar, then i to welcome you have... with open arms out you. Be... You're going to have to have an
0: asterisk now that's like... Right.
1: Except free gifts.
0: No junk mail. Items of value are accepted.
2: Yeah, minimum minimum cash value <coughs> equals 25 pence or above. So you would, have, see. you would accept anything with a cash value, wouldn't you? No, because... Because has a cash value.
1: Yeah, and then you end up with a bunch of... What about anything that has a cash value over a quid? Because the ball ache of trying to f- find a market liquidity for that and sell it is is a problem. <laughs> what what <laughs> I love problem. about your story is the instant frame shift from threat, big dude locking onto me mm. to put a protein bar in his hand, same situation, and it's suddenly, ah. Oh, mm-hmm. Great, body power. If he hadn't been wearing <laughs> the
2: T-shirt as well, as mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, because protein bar, like maybe you needs a, a mid beat up Johnny snack. Mm. Oh you know? yeah, that's Maybe. bad.
1: So I mean, because then what, you've got an energized man who's mm. he's he's, had, he's been fueled with his collagen. Yeah, exactly. His mm. collagen. Yeah.
0: Um, I thought that your initial concern was going to be that you might be abducted and put into the white van, but I challenge anyone out there to move you to anywhere that you don't want to
2: be because yeah. you you especially are especially in a wide stance.
1: Like, yeah, there's just nothing. I I think just if I, it's so yeah.
2: braced. <laughs> I think if I, if like if I was just lay there. And he tried to move me. But I think if, I, if I'm if i trying to stop him from moving me, it's, this. it's certainly not going to be easy for him. No, not at all. Because so. mm-hmm. I hadn't had my coffee yet either. I'd ordered the coffee, I paid for coffee, and I hadn't had it yet. Oh. So he tries to take me away then. Did he give you an o bar in a coffee
0: shop that sells essentially o bars, like flapjacks?
2: Yeah. And the, the woman was, Ballsy, was sort of like trying to complete the transaction with me and I was dealing with Mr. And, mediating. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was a nice guy. Nice one to give us stuff. Listens to this podcast, probably listen to this. Fantastic! Shout out. So, yeah. give us some O team bars. And we'll Wondered, so he he wanted you to to promote. I said I didn't know what your affiliations were. Yeah, I said I don't get involved in this. I mean, the the, the problem
0: the problem is that anyone who's had an O team bar knows why they're doing this much promo. So you just
2: had anti promo there. Sorry about that. Well, look, I'm giving so you I, a balanced. I'm giving so it. I actually. And I'm not. I promise, I'm not affiliated in any way. I was actually quite impressed. Okay. I had a brownie and a, a protein bar. I might not. I was, have, I was I'm, quite impressed. Might not have tried the best. They're ones from yet.
1: Whitley Bay. They, I've, I've never had them. Can't comment,
2: but they might be up up
1: around. Them. The, yeah, if they're pig flavor. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> well, it can be pig flavor. That's okay. That's true. Smoky bacon flavor crisps are totally halal, but <laughs> there it is. Again. <laughs> yeah. Chee- cheese, and, cheese and onion apparently are not. Why? Well, what they didn't the they used to be. They used animal rennet in them. Rennet, like oh. the the scooping from the stomach of of an animal, of a cow.
0: <laughs> Hang on. So <laughs> what the uh, fuck, a uh, scooping. But the cows the cows on this... in grass. Yeah. And
1: that, that's and happened. the grass is fine. That's how So I'm going to give an analogy for <laughs> so that is it like a hydrolyzed way? I mean driving your car is totally natural because <laughs> the, the oil, the petrol is from the oil, which is from the, yeah, rose, sure, from yeah, the yeah, rocks yeah. and the trees. Well, no, because... See, cows it, run it, on trees. It's, it's all so it, what if, the hippie's worried about. So the, the,
2: the rennet mm-hmm. is not hello. Hello. <laughs> because the cow's not halal.
1: Yeah. But the cow's alive. Well, they have to kill the cow. To
2: get the rennet. Not, do they? they? Right. They, they don't just like go in with, with, a, with a scoop. Right, yeah. Like an ice cream. So, like ice cream. It, so if it was a halal cow, mm-hmm. is but that, that just it a halal cow, then fine. Turns upside down, cut cut his throat. Then rennet.
0: Yeah. Then you get the rennet. Fantastic. I, I went to Rome.
2: Yeah. You didn't Tell use us the phrase, Rome. when in Rome. I didn't do it once. I even didn't said you? to him, while he was there, make sure you use the phrase At frequently. opportunity. Well, when in Rome. Didn't use it
1: once. Would your company have understood the reference? It's no. not a really complex reference. Icelandic well, people probably, uh, don't,
0: probably don't understand the reference. They yeah,
1: they, they only have when in Reykjavik, when eating crop. Yeah, exactly. And, and when and having so skier.
0: <laughs> mm. oh,
1: Ski, is that how you skier. say it? Honestly, Ski, I don't know. Oh,
0: can you believe, skier, can we right.
1: Can we please just divert for a second
0: to work out how the fuck a company managed to own the
2: word skier in the UK? It's amazing. Arlo. 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 Own. Skier. And it's shit compared to actual skier. Remember Amazing. how animated they got about that? Anyone who like, yeah. doesn't know
0: what skier is, it's it's like very thick yogurt. Um, and it, Chris, it's more than that. It is more than yogurt. I, I've done it in a disservice. <laughs> I apologise. Um, but yeah, I went to Rome. And to anyone who's considering going and hasn't been, it's fucking mint. Lush. So good. Like just sensory overload. Couldn't. there was. I don't have enough mental ram to be able to take in all of the stuff. That was going on. I'll send video guy Dean some photos so that you can see some of the cool shit that I saw. Did I you
2: have a cappuccino?
0: I had <laughs> shitloads loads of coffee. We were up at- better than you, better than you thought. Same as so had this was this was a, a bad bit of the experience. So I decided that I was going to go like as phone free as possible for the entirety of the trip. So phone didn't go out with me on any of the the trips. Other people had uh, like phones or whatever, recording shit and um. Yeah, left my phone at home and I decided as well when I got off the train that I was going to find my way to the hotel, like old school style. I was the first one to get to the hotel, so I didn't, I was like, oh, I can take as long as I want. Um, walked the wrong direction immediately, straight out of the train station. Got off on the wrong side of the platform, walked the wrong way. Oh my God. <laughs> it was a bad start. Um, then I was like, oh, I'm a little bit tired, early flight. So I was like, I'll get myself an espresso. And I'm just like totally blown away by these high stone streets, old, old, like um, <laughs> Italian buildings
2: on Italian coffee. <laughs> well, that, 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 this
0: that it comes to this next bit. So I, I ordered this coffee, going go into this little cafe bar thing. Pretty cool. Um, order a espresso one euro. Wow. One euro for an espresso. So like what? 85p, probably yeah. something like that. I was like, I am going to really enjoy it here. 85p for an espresso. And I'm just looking out the window because I can see as uh, the top of Uh, St. Peter's Basilica, the Sistine Chapel and all that sort of bollocks over the far side. And I've put a small amount of sugar in just to sweeten it. And I'm just like stirring as I'm looking out the window. Stirring. Stirring away. Still stirring, looking out the window. Look back down and I have managed to get all of the espresso out of the cup (laughs) and onto the counter. It was just on the top of the counter. It's on some of the sandwiches that were behind the counter. It's on... The front uh. of the the slanted front of the glass counter now dribbling down towards my leg, oh my God. and the owner who was over the far side, and the waitress was like Mamma Mia, was just, they were they were just looking at me, like no one warned Italiano. me, no one no one warned me that as I was doing this, I was just sloshing, just yeah. like, aghast, just you, in couldn't truck. believe it, and then <laughs> The owner actually just put his head
1: in his hand and just went like, oh, Grease, Grease, Grease. I was like, oh. That, that's, that's Italian fury, isn't it? When yeah. You're like, oh man, yeah. I've, he's going to so angry Probably Sicilian, Sicilian mafia Sicilian yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I saw a man,
0: I saw a man, so it was about 2.30 in the afternoon. saw so a man come in, order a large glass of red wine, say grazie to the people that were in there, down it, and walk out. It's like Italians it's a day, have a what, fucking midnight. This, this during the week, on a Thursday, Thursday,
1: excellent. Two in the afternoon. We just live I in the wrong wondering. place. Like I'm we sure. just live in the wrong country. Is that what it is? I, did, did we talk about this last time? Where you walking on like a Marks and Spencer on a Tuesday morning, and like there's loads of people there. Yeah. So I think if you
2: just, walk into a whatever the equivalent is in Rome, hmm. everyone's just sloshing paninis and, sloshing and na- yeah. 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 So, but it was that's a very expensive it was. Yeah, Lots lot of way. pastries.
0: So there's the big, the, the three P's, big big three P's, uh, pizza, pasta, pastries. Like <sighs> no, penis. <laughs> no penis, no penis, no penis, no poo. No, neither. Thankfully, although there may be, I need to do a stool sample. Um, <laughs> but like I, the one thing that I wasn't aware, of, like prepared for, was the assault of gluten. Like, it is unrelenting. Mm-hmm. Everything is carbs. Like you think that you're actually having chicken, but it's just like chicken-shaped dough. And
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> well, they make it nicer by just putting fat and garlic on everything, don't they? It, it's bread, fat, and garlic. <laughs>
0: That's just Italy. Went to a place have a coffee. Went to a place near Sorrento, uh, down on the Amalfi Coast, just down from Pompeii, which was a Sunday. Beautiful drive. Um, and went to a pizzeria where you buy pizza by the meter. Oh my god! Those
1: places are. Legit. Incredible. So they bring in Meets what I swear.
0: No. So it's what I can only describe as a, oh, as a as like a stretcher. A yeah. So right. this guy has a three meter long flat bit of wood. Some guy feeds it in from behind, and there's all scaffolding. <laughs> if you can imagine that, it's like clumping down, and the scaffolding as it gets slid towards him. Mm. Then he gets like some of the flour, throws it on, rubs it in, gets some of the dough, like whizzes it round, plunks it on, and then just to segment where. One flavour of the pizza finishes and another one begins. It just adds some more dough, rolls up some dough, strings it on, like creates a little barrier, little bread barrier, and then throws some toppings on that bit, some toppings on that bit, hides it in the oven. And then it it comes out. And if you're eating from end to end, you and the other person have to shout to speak to each other because you're fucking miles apart. Wow. But man, it was like unbelievable. Like very, very impressive Mm -hmm. place. And
2: like nine euros for pizza and 10 euros for a pasta yeah. so I I went to Rome I think two years ago and Venice a year ago mm-hmm. Rome brilliant Venice just tourism it's quite dirty yeah really disappointing Venice I thought
0: I want to go I want, I want to go to Florence with my mum later this year that's like the other big Italy
1: one I went there
2: I went there like 10 years ago long time ago But that's nice no. but it, Italy's nice you don't have any bum hair, do you?
1: No. So, <laughs> who, so someone suggested, was it, a life hack. The most... Johnny's gone. Johnny's gone. It's, it's like you're on a train. The delivery of that question, Chris, was was honestly artistic. <laughs> like I, I can't believe... You're on a train, and if someone just pulls hand <laughs> the hand. And the way you reacted just... to it as well.
2: There was no shock. Was, you don't have any bum No, I don't... <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Um, yeah, so me and Daniel Sloss were talking about our individual <laughs> strategies for how we Anus sh- hair. shave down there. Okay. Um, and we came up with the shame squat, which is pretty correct. Also, a uh, biomechanically very good position to poo in as well.
1: Unkinking the sphincter.
2: Rectum. Uh,
1: yeah. 100%. This is, this is So there's a product called the Squatty Potty. Just Which, um, yeah, if you if you struggle with poos, <clears> you can buy it. It fits in a U shape around your toilet, and it basically allows you to sit in a squat position. What's different?
0: What is the difference between that and what five year olds use to help them reach the toilet?
1: Oh, it's the same, but but because <laughs> because five you could buy one of them, but because five year olds have they're smaller, their hips you are need in to be, more extension. You
2: need to be in front of you, right you couldn't be.
1: No, my point is that a five-year-old steps mm.
2: up to weave forward.
0: <clears throat>
2: but So that's just a little step in front of the toilet. Okay, this. yeah. Uh, is yeah full is ring. So you need to be able to go narrow. It's like a pregnancy you need to be able to squat. It's a pregnancy pillow, but around the toilet. It, yeah. You need to be able to that squat is. narrow to be able to do that.
1: You could maybe even use the pregnancy pillow to double up. Wouldn't recommend it. I'm going gonna gonna to talk
0: about my upgraded pregnancy do we pillow. Don't uh, on the pillow? No, Yeah, I exactly. Um, yeah, so Daniel Sloss episode, shame <coughs> squat, shaving bumhole, nether regions.
2: How do we get out that? I know he hasn't, hand 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 he hasn't got any bum hair.
1: He hasn't got any bum hair. We're talking about resubalamita recent, the and then suddenly. Hang on. <laughs> no bum hair. Hang on. We're, we're,
0: we're, we're, I've got a trajectory here. <laughs> hold on. It's towards. Hold on. <laughs> uh, how long have you not had bum hair for?
1: It, probably years. No, okay. but re- like recently, but, how long has it been very, very. Oh, uh, re- re- acutely? Four days. So okay. it's
0: timely. This is a timely
2: topic. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And did you do it with a
0: razor? Wait, wait. You're jumping
1: ahead. Stop it. Stop it.
0: You're ruining it. Me and Daniel Sloss, shame squat, we said that you have to work yourself up because anyone who's ever used an electric razor, like even a normal or normal electric um, razor down there, like um, your scrotum is uh, its corrugated, crinkly. It's—it's it's The fact that it's crinkly, mm. like it's just built to get nicked by stuff. Yeah. And fuck, like yeah. it's so painful. And when it happens, and what do you do? Do you stop? Do you keep going? You're like, oh, well, I've done half of it. Looked like a, a man, Alan Shearer, before he accepted that he was going bald. <laughs> Alan, mate, honestly, what's this? Uh, the island. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that. Just then, <laughs> Um so, and you, uh, so we posted it. I, I've talked about this online. Someone tweeted me and said,
1: "So Daniel just shaves." Daniel in, just in shaves, same as
0: same as me. shame squat. And someone tweeted and said, uh, "At Daniel, at Chris, you are both amateurs." Uh, Veet Sensitive Hair Removal Cream. I mentioned it once to Yusuf. We went to the sauna on Sunday and he said,
1: uh, Yeah, so next Asda order, online, fully recommended. Never go back to a supermarket again. Never have to buy the the Sensitive in front of other people. Um, <laughs> just talk about it on online um,
0: So all of those people have free, <laughs> unlimited access to it. Yeah,
1: um, but I would highly recommend for anyone, for... Health, hygiene, speed. Uh, if you're a you know speed swimmer, speed runner, um, and Aero, what the aerodynamic efficiency? Yeah, exactly. Just the air going. Um, and just general quality of life. And so was it, it was
0: it was there any? How's the discomfort? Because was a tiny little none, bit of none. none whatsoever. So I imagine okay. it burns. That's so in it, my mind. So
1: the, it as yeah. I think it's important to get the feet sensitive. I've not tried the V normal, so I can't V Pro. Yeah. yeah because last time we were talking um, about
0: Listerine and about the original oh, the, I actually quite like the Listerine that makes
1: me go like oh, I yeah, don't think that the can
0: same be. can be said for being woken up by bum rash.
1: Yeah. Well the I mean the as they say on the packet, you should test on a innocuous bit of skin first, make sure there's no allergy, make sure there's no What was reaction. the innocuous bit of skin you chose? I I didn't. Because I've used other I've used previous hardcore V oh. before. So um, but, true, yeah. but you're right like I could have changed the formula right and then <laughs> that's is it is oestrogenic I'd, probably probably because it it's, isn't cause it's it? perfumed yeah. and so if you don't know what we're talking about read a recent article on propane about BPA and estrogens in the environment terrifying article basically we're being poisoned left right <laughs> and centre
0: well I mean you you would never need Vite would you because wow. you are completely hairless below hairless. the bottom lip
1: Yeah. from the bottom lip yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, I am. I I think fortunate. I mean, incredible. I don't have much to manage. I, like I'm fortunate. You're, you're very hairy, aren't you?
1: Yeah, but not fam- for an Arab. In my family, I'm the least hairy. My brother, you, you know the horrible bits of hair that you get, like coming down the downs, back. Of, back yeah, yeah, hit that's just continuous with his back. And then he's in Greg's, and the guy in Greg's is like, "Why have you? Why have you got such a hairy back?" And he's like, "Look, he's just, like, give just give me the, the hot fucking bit of, bit of pizza. pizza." Yeah. Yeah. Man. So.
0: Um... What have we been watching on Netflix recently? we start talking about something? Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh.
2: Here we go. Oh, Flat, Ear- Flat, Earther.
0: Flat Earth. Flat I watched Flat Earth. Did you watch it? I you seen <coughs> I watched a bit of it. You
1: fucking said that you hadn't watched anything. Well, that was, yeah, it was it was back when we'd done the... All right, right so okay. We're in the, we're in the magical time Podcast oh, Yeah, 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 okay. Cool. Are you a Flat
0: Earther? Believe the Dome or something. Leave
1: the Dome. I was keen to become a flat earther. I was like, look, I'm really so, willing. exactly the sort of thing you would believe in. Like, Socratically, I'm ready to like to peel apart all of my beliefs and be like, right, is there a convincing argument? But the problem is... It's, it's, like, uh... it. <laughs> it's like a... It's like what? <laughs> you don't
2: know want it whether like, when or where in your life are you a flat earther? The first thing I thought of was your... Uh, every every week for twelve weeks, when you went to that room and lay on the um, floor the, with all the
0: men, oh, you flattered
2: water, water. Water. <laughs> I was so like that. That's if anything, more extreme.
1: And going under the water for an hour. Like, yeah. There's a lot of these things. So what? But the problem is, so the, the difference is, I am an evidence based person, and so <laughs> in when there is evidence to pro or contrary to to a belief, I will adjust by. I, I'm will happily shift on a dime these flat earthers shift on a dime to twist reality to match their yeah. belief. And there's a really, really interesting clip from it that I think you've both, both seen where they they do this special test where they shine a, a pinhole of light through a sheet with a hole in and then 300 metres away, they have another guy receiving the light and based on the angle, that determines whether if, they can, if the earth was flat, they would be able to see it at the horizontal angle and if it's not, it would go up slightly. And so they tested it and... It showed that the Earth was curved, or it showed a it, curvature. It showed a curvature of the. Of well, he had to raise it, didn't he? He yeah. had to raise it. Which, raise it to to account for the fact that the the, yeah, Earth, is, the for, Earth is curved. Yeah, for the sort of pre- calculated curvature, yeah. and so then they were like, "Oh no, but um, that's just because there's there's heavenly energies that are shifting the light and causing this." And what we need to do is we need we need to repeat this in a Gaussian chamber. (laughs) And so they then repeated it. This guy, like, dropped 26 grand to get a Gaussian chamber. And they repeated the experiment. Same thing happened. (laughs) And they were like, oh, but that's because there's a refractionary effect from the magnetic field and it's causing... There's a a bit where they
0: they buy, isn't it, like, uh, is it the 26 grand uh, gyroscope? Yeah, yeah. Right. And he says, one of the guys is literally saying, this could really throw a Mm. spanner (laughs) in the works here. (laughs) like, you are not trying to find out the truth. You are trying to find things which support like your confirmation argument. Confirmation bias. That's yourself. just it's the whole thing is confirmation bias. And he's like, mm-hmm. well,
1: th- this better not get out to the uh, the flat Earth crowd if if it does show. Yeah.
0: To I mean be. that that whole documentary is a bit it's it's funny, but it would make me more annoyed if they were less ridiculous.
2: Yeah. the, the two the, the two questions that I would have for them is firstly, what do they think? Why do they think the lie is being protected so aggressively by big farmers? Such a pointless lie. You know, like, like who's who's gaining? From
0: C- CIA division.
2: The CIA division, yeah. Like who's who's gaining from the fact that we think the Earth the Earth is a sphere? Yeah. Whereas they are gaining financially in many ways from saying that the Earth is flat. The podcast. So the where's where's the ulterior alternative motive? And secondly, like save that twenty six grand and just. Fucking find the edge of it. Did you see...
0: Take a photo of the edge of it? Have you seen Alex Jones on Joe Rogan? No. The second one. So anyone who is listening that hasn't seen this, the man is a force of nature. So he, him and Joe Rogan had a pretty um, public fallout recently. And he basically called for the destruction of Joe Rogan. But he's this—you know—do you know you who know I mean? Do you know who Alex yeah. Jones is? Do you know who Alex he's, Jones is?
1: He's, a, he's like the David Icke um, successor in a he way.
0: Kind of. He's like a right, a, a right-leaning uh, American political commentator who's been deplatformed from a few different he, places. Go
1: round face, American. They're making the frogs gay. Yeah, very shouty. Says psychotic things like that. Okay. And really like. Talks about everyone, like the big politicians being lizards and... Uh, so the, okay. But the
0: the thing about Alex Jones that makes him so compelling is that he is such an unbelievable speaker. Like, it, I couldn't... He should go on. I admire him in a really bizarre fashion because his capacity to just elucidate everything. So you hear him speak and he's he'll be talking about the CIA and the moon landings, and of course this is why it happened. And you know that dogs are psychic buffers? Yeah, dogs can be psychic buffers. They kind of take in auras, a little bit like uh, the aliens do, but not the real aliens, because the real aliens are the ones that are connecting like, intravenously with everybody. Like the greys, the greys The Grays are simply just like artificial intelligence. And you're like... Like so, so
2: many, so many vast concepts just connected. And he just does, and Joe, by the way, just yeah.
0: Joe is like, try desperately. If there's anyone in the world that can wrangle a conversation like that, it's Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. And he is, it's like being pressure sprayed with just bullshit. <coughs> bullshit yeah. At all times. But he talks about, um, he was like, I will give a million pounds. He was like, I'm not a rich man, but I've got a million pounds. He's like, I will give a million pounds to someone to, charter a flight to fly over the Antarctic. And he wants Eddie Bravo to do it. And he's like,
1: Eddie... To, to find the edge of the Earth. Yes, to see if he can
0: find... Because that's where they say it is, right? The, the,
1: the, so, so you know how we, we we see the North Pole as a point, mm-hmm. whereas I guess they see it as like all the, the edge all the way around. So it's just all pole. So it's all, well, well, all the South, earth, pole. The said, South Pole.
2: The so. guy said... You know the guy, Mark Sargent, in the documentary, <laughs> yeah. said that he tracked flights and no flight flew over a portion of the ocean.
1: And then someone just went on the internet and was like, was oh, like, oh where does one? that
2: flight come from? And where's that one going? And...
1: But then he would say, oh, well, the, the, the site's fake. Or like, you know, there's big always farmer. like a big just farmer. Just challenge it, yeah. There's always big farmer
2: to blame if you need anyone to blame. So, but yeah. It's
1: just this guy who owns a farm that's massive. Like, he's a really big, large, <laughs> really large man. <laughs> and he has to be big to handle the farm. Yeah. Um, have you seen the uh,
0: most recent Amazon Prime documentary which is about big pharma and the effect of antipsychotic drugs on kids. No. So there is some really fucking harrowing research about the I think it's the top 10 antidepressants and the fact that pretty much every mass shooting in America the people the perpetrators have had one or more of these drugs in them and they wouldn't release the toxicology report of the other person from what was the really famous one where there was two of the guys. Uh uh that Ben Shapiro called out uh, Piers Morgan for saying it was oh, fake. yeah, Sang- Sandy Sandy Hook. Um they wouldn't release the toxicology report of the second because the first one came up that that he had like X in his system and they were pretty certain that the second one and if you had this big school shooting and both of the the common denominator uh, denominator between the two wasn't that they both had <clears throat> like a previous history of mental illness. It was the fact that they were both on these antipsychotic drugs.
2: drugs. Um, Surely there are lots of other commonalities like, it, cause in that case, it's hard to say whether it's causation or correlation. They are, but the, it was just
0: something that big pharma wanted. And it's that, that's why they're literally not allowing them.
1: The, the, the Americans coming. are so bad. They they love over-medicating kids with just, so there was a, I remember... So my, my dad was a psychiatrist and I remember showing him a bit of the Louis Theroux documentary um, for over-medicated kids. And there was a 10-year-old boy, who's 11 now, um, that had five diagnoses. He had a diagnosis of... I
2: remember seeing this. Yeah, of yeah.
1: OCD, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, autism and ADHD. And he was on five separate medications for each of these conditions. The Family were all on something, including the dog, for PTSD apparently. What so, had like, the dog gone through? Well, yeah, exactly. So, so that, that's another, it's another flag of like the family just thinks, like, with the family? yeah, maybe let's just throw medications at it. And I remember my dad watching him being like, first of all, statistically, the likelihood of all of these conditions to be, you know, one in 100,000 <laughs> one to get all of these simultaneously plus. This one is a chemical imbalance in this way, and this one is in the opposite way. It is impossible to have both simultaneously. <laughs> and these drugs have not been tested on people under eighteen years old. So, no, no, this is uh, abusive. <laughs> and but so what you've got is just like this idea that we should just throw drugs at people. It's untested on those age ranges it's on, or whatever. It's, and, it's only um, of course America you know and Australia. That they're allowed are to advertise. They're allowed to advertise drugs. And it, and the others are like, hey, do you wake up in the morning and feel a bit groggy? And then do you go to bed at night? And do you sometimes feel hungry? And do you... It's that... You know, like, it's that um, yeah, it's what that, you need? Percocet. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's that like, scene
0: from Chris Rock's stand-up, isn't it? Where he goes, like, they just keep on naming symptoms until they come up with one that you've got.
1: Nausea, headache, tightness. Yeah, he tightness. says,
0: like... Are you tired? Do your feet hurt? Are you bald? What have you got? He uses some language that I'm not going to try and use because it will get me in trouble. But yeah, and, and he just keeps on naming things. If you want to watch an awesome documentary, Prescription Thugs, by Chris Bell, who is the guy that also made Bigger, Stronger, Faster. Um mm. and that is It's a harrowing film. Fantastic. Um <clears throat> and he like even on that, he was taking them and lying to the people that he was producing the show for that he wasn't on them while he was on them while he was doing a show about not being on them, and he's no, no, like, no. "Oh, this is pervasive as fuck."
1: Wow! So it's, it makes me so glad that we're in the UK. Do you not know think? Because it, it, it it's the it's not the drugs themselves, but it's the use of them. It's like having such a low threshold for like. I think mean, people don't appreciate it because it's just a pill. Like, oh, fine, like Whatever. you know, but because you know, you take your paracetamol and there's no there's no so like, visible effect. effect. Yeah, yeah, so. Um,
2: I was trying to find a, I saw an image on social media the other day, which was like, um, I take this drug to deal with this side effect. And I take this one to deal with this, that I get from taking this, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Because um, like diet training and and sleep and lifestyle management is just too much hassle or something Mm -hmm. like that. But it's, I suppose the, they, they, because it's branded and because it's solution based to problems that people are experiencing. It's not like it's just the, it's the I'm quickest, unwell, therefore drugs. It's the quickest, it's, easiest fix, isn't it? Even yeah. I remember being in Vegas in a pool, shattered. Like you know, you're like you hungover, dehydrated. You're in the desert. You're uh, jet lagged. Well, hang on a minute! Like,
0: like <laughs> you're in a pool in Vegas. No, no,
2: that, that's great. So I was we, we, we were speaking to this this group of girls who were from like I don't know somewhere in America, but they'd still had a long flight, like two or three hours or something. Like, you know, boohoo. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, I really struggle to get to sleep on planes." And they're like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I really struggle to get to sleep on planes." And their answer is just Xanax. like Xanax and out. Mm. And I'm thinking like, "Well, I can, can I get some melatonin." Like, <laughs> it's not quite the same. Yeah, I know. Maybe. But I, like, I don't even know <clears throat> what is Xanax. Like, I imagine it's a brand of a drug that's also available in the UK. Mm. Under,
1: I, I think it's diazepam. It's an American trade name, but
2: um, what um, solid snake snake takes it. Yeah, yeah, He's a sniper. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Solid. if you
1: take too many, then it, like... He mm-hmm. Do you yeah. drop his health or something? Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm. I, it's just
1: that... Let's look it up.
0: The first, um, the first port of call, it would appear for a lot of Americans, it's just drunk. Medicaid. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking about this earlier on. So in Lifehacks 107, we talked about the Pomodoro technique, and I'm currently reading Deep Work, um, nice. which I'll be done on soon. And we're going to start doing uh, essentially a modern wisdom book club, which is where we'll review books that we've read and then deliver some like key readings and stuff like that. So if there are any books that you want us to cover or that you've read that we think that we should drop it in the comments below. Um But I partway through, I'm like 50 pages into deep work and it's just delivering some real home truths to me, um, <laughs> which I really, I don't want to swallow. Wait till you read digital yeah. minimalism. Struggling uh, to swallow. I've, Listen to the, the sting preview. You? <laughs> yeah,
2: it'll be it, do you know deep what? works being punched in the gut. Yeah, digital minimalism. Someone just going with like sharp things at your eyes. Really, oh, much worse. I thought it would. Be, it's it's just like, be but both of them are just like you, twat. Yeah. So uh, like
1: you've been fully sucked into yeah. this. And do you know?
0: Do you know what I started thinking about with that is the equivalent situation that appears to be occurring in so many different areas of life. Same in uh, training and wanting to get lean and the same in working, and the same in dealing with emotions or feeling feelings. Feeling feelings, these feelings are uncomfortable, I'm going to medicate my way out of it. It's I'm not being productive enough, as opposed to let's spend some time doing some introspective work, actually work out what the fuck is wrong with me, or why I feel this way, etc, etc, do do the work. Um, I'm not being productive enough, therefore I'm going to take some nootropics, which are these unproven, like Mm. untested drugs and just throw them in me and see what happens. Or I'm going to fill myself full of loads of caffeine or I'm going to work for inordinate amounts of time to get an amount of work done that could have been achieved in five hours. Yeah. Instead of actually tackling the issue, which is I do, low concentration, diffuse work across a lot of different tasks and don't actually do a lot in what you can tell I'm taking it in. It's such yeah. a high, <laughs> that, 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 that's yeah. such a
1: high yield thing to fix before you start on the nootropics. And it's then, like, yeah. it's like the, the guy who doesn't train, doesn't sleep, doesn't eat so properly th- So this is and how I felt about well, this Alfred. Is, uh, okay. This is where yeah. my Efect- efficiency yeah, versus effectiveness
2: is. Like, it, it felt like pouring fuel on, on a
1: fire that's barely burning. So the, the, the Tiago Forte's productivity pyramid really slots it into place because yeah, it then it's yeah. like uh, that's just computer literacy but it's only part of the pyramid and it's like saying mm-hmm. you know get your calories in place but you it's all from cake and it's like okay well I <laughs> need, to, need to fix that well it's doing something fast mm-hmm. but if you're doing something inefficient yeah.
2: or ineffective fast it still is ineffective. He's going quicker in the wrong direction yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. or slow still moving slowly but I'll tell you, you what one of, the, one of the
0: quotes from James Clear's uh, Atomic Habits, which I really fucking love and i never thought of before, was where he says um, he's talking about people who are working hard and working effectively haven't achieved their goals yet and are feeling dissatisfied. And he said, being on the correct trajectory and being concerned about not getting about not being there yet is the same as getting in your car to drive to a destination and complaining that you haven't arrived. <laughs> Yeah, yep. you like, you're going in the right direction at the speed. Yeah, There's just... nothing to do. Yeah, there is nothing to do other than just continue to make the car go in the direction it's going in.
1: So I I digitally, minimally tweeted about this today. Um, Did you Alfred so, it? Uh, no. You didn't tweet from my, Alfred. My tweet Alfred didn't seem to need to press me.
0: command return. Uh, okay. If you press return, it deletes it. If you press command return, it tweets it. There's a healthy scepticism there in this Some response. Did so you notice that?
1: Well, no, I'll I, I have, to, yeah, I have Tweet, to test that.
0: I am tweeting to prove Yusuf wrong. Command, return.
1: Fine. And then does it come, does it come up and no, say... No, I've got, I've got... Do not disturb. Do not disturb to, Good. So, I, yeah. Anyway, tweeted today just saying a quote from one of our articles... The bad news is there's no way to accelerate the process. The good news is there's no way to accelerate the process, and it's actually so liberating when you mm. fully get that because it's like You still have an
2: anxiety though because the. Oh, but
1: how do we get you faster? Well, you know, well, but the, the, what if they, I take they, they de- acid? that because they're not,
2: they're not <laughs> because they're not there yet. They think, well, I'm 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 Sorry. moving in the wrong direction, don't they? Yeah, so it's like I, guess I, that's I should the... be there. I'm not there, maybe the process is wrong. It's the open loop, isn't it? Yeah, that is the... I, I think yeah, what, what all these books are making me realise is that I actually haven't got a clue how to just manage
1: myself. myself. Like, not, it, not, it's so frustrating after all the years of what yeah. we're doing. You're, we're, but each book just points out a bit. Like, you idiot, there mm. and there. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, fine. So
2: deep, deep work, atomic habits, digital yeah. minimalism, probably less so. I think digital minimalism is like, these are the two things you need to do. And this and uh, digital minimalism 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 is just dealing with the shit that gets some stuff away. Maybe yeah. You know. I'm reading the life changing art of not giving a fuck. No, um, <laughs> no. He's just releasing a new book actually, Matt Manson. Oh. Um, the life changing magic of tidying up or something by oh. Marie Con Connor okay. Condo. Right. But it... <laughs> okay. <laughs> just... But uh, to be honest, it's it's a similar approach towards personal organization of your physical spaces. Mm. And again, you just realize she makes a point in the book of like, no one ever teaches you how to like organize, effectively organize your spaces. Well, not, you like, like
0: Sam Harris fucking hits the nail on the head as much as people might not. Like he's a little bit out there and kind of a bit of a wanky intellectual for probably a lot of people say
2: speaks like a written essay all the time. super slowly yeah in mm. full prose
0: mm. um, but he hits nail on the head and says <clears throat> um, much of our lives are taken up learning how to live once we find an approximation of it we stick at that for the rest of our days and you're like mm. fuck yeah you are right like I just work out some approximation of how to live effectively say that'll do and then double down on it for the rest of, of time, and that's just, what we should do. No, no, that's what people, that's what do, people do
1: do. Um, Rather than optimizing to at all times, yeah. I think it's, it's easy also though to get stuck in constantly optimizing and never actually doing anything. Well, that's the difference is, between um, being on receive and being on send, right? Like that the was, mindless accumulation. I've I've <laughs> I'm I, I struggle with this. Like I've just I just mindlessly index reams of data and stuff. And then it's like, well, hang on. I haven't actually implemented any of this. Mm. And I think Johnny started to do the opposite really effectively um, after Garrett J. White, incidentally, which was just mm-hmm. you read a book and rather than read it from cover to cover, every time you come across it like, ah, you then stop, reflect on it, do the thing and then teach it to someone else or like create a bit of content about it. And then you've... To just solidify that. really cemented it's it It's a in. good
0: way to do it. Although if you're reading a book that like Atomic Habits... It would take you a year to finish because pretty yeah. much so every other limits. page is
2: actionable. So I've heard, a, I've heard a, a counter approach to that, which is that like if you're reading the right things, the, the things that need to stick <laughs> will stick. Mm-hmm. That's Tip Ferris, right? Yeah. So the I, good I, shit sticks. Is I don't know about. who I it's just in time. So that's, yeah.
1: But it's
0: not quite not the same as Just then. In Time though, right? It's that, it's more like you will you will
1: take your own top filtering. The best things, so you, naturally. Uh, but then it pro- means that's an argument to keep rereading books because at different stages of your life, different You'll things get, will, yeah.
2: I think if you're reading to solve a problem or improve a specific thing, like if you're looking for an outcome from a book rather than just reading, mm. you're, you're like looking for the answer so when yeah. you find it, or you're looking for the insights so when you find it, you remember it. So definitely the stuff that I'm like, it happens, especially with a, a course or um, so. Like so, with digital minimalism, what I was looking for for that was like, how can I just improve my relationship with technology? Mm-hmm. So you're almost looking for a, like a model to yeah. rest your attention on. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're just reading a book, because you might find it interesting, yeah, you just it just kind of all goes. Well, in I mean, and goes how out. much
0: how much self development do people read or from that? Sphere of books like, where they're reading for pleasure,
2: like yeah. I think people read because they someone's told them to read it, or um, they,
0: even that even if someone's told them to read it, it's that this will benefit my life, this will make my life
1: better somehow. Mm. So there is a frame this is being draped over. It's easy to read that stuff for pleasure though, if it's like if it replaces if it acts as a surrogate for. That oh I'm I'm moving forward because I'm reading a book but about the worst place to
2: be is is having some really well written notes on deep work while still working shallowly, mm-hmm. <laughs> having some really well written notes on atomic habits <laughs> while not actually having any consistent habits. Yeah, you're like, well, actually, I'd have been better just not doing any of that, and then I wouldn't feel bad about not doing it. Yeah, it's the second <laughs> it be, order, the second
0: order effect of knowing knowing that you know it and but still not, not, doing, not it doing it. Is it you know, is the
1: second arrow. Speaking of optimizing. You've you both heard the Serge Faget interview. No. He's, I've read
0: his Medium article, which is like uh, 45 minutes long.
1: Okay, yeah, similar thing. He's a guy who's, he's like a Silicon Valley tech guy that's just decided to turn himself into an experiment and he's just nailing all of the nootropics and um, testosterone. And like low-dose
0: mercury and lithium. And,
1: yeah, yeah low-dose lithium, low-dose citalopram, um, it's so antidepressant. Clomid, Clomiphene. My, microdosing is, MDMA? Yeah, MDMA, um, just basically like, some of these things almost cancel each other out or... Probably, yeah. He, he basically just says like, if I just try all of them and then something... Like he's like, I think the net benefit that I get eventually will... He was tracking, like, he's been tracking it a fair bit. So he's like uh,
2: the
0: ultimate biohacker right. tracking it a fair bit and having his bloodstone and stuff.
2: It's just not very, it's not a very scientific way to approach the problem, is it? It's, it's, not, right. it's the he, anti, because if he feels better, great, but like, do I just have to live this way for the rest of my life? Or I, think, I
1: think that's his intention. He's allowed, he wants to oh, become right. like it's a shotgun. superhuman and try and like really right. elongate his life. And he, you know, he's like, I'm happy to be at the forefront of this. Um, but I suppose in his case, like he, he's got a lot of quite interesting, like he, he, he goes and, there's, like, an agency where he pays Russian models to sleep with. Yeah. Um, he's very open about his transactional sex life. Because he says, like, it's just... Um, he wants to have no... He wants to have no shame about anything. So he's, like... Including sexual proclivities, like, what he finds, like, attractive in the
0: bedroom and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So he's, like, I want my parents to listen to this and I want to, be, you know... Right. Just so that he can be fully... And he said, like, he's he's trying to adopt, like, a never-lie... Never Approach and never, um fucking, you know, I've got so much you... respect
0: for people that do this, that they choose to do this like radical change. Mm-hmm. It's so, I find them fascinating. I find mm-hmm. people, I think there's so many people exist in this safe area of, I'll do a bit of this and not that much more. Mm-hmm.
2: And guys like him are fucking. Yeah. Megan. What I what I mean and what I find almost frustrating <coughs> with it is that because he's doing it all at once, mm. yeah, it's what, what identify it's right. what, what it what, is. What, you know, yes, fair enough. The, the approach might work really well for him, but but his in terms of for those of us who maybe don't want to do all of it, you don't know what what to, his goal isn't to create to
0: a, a model, model to, for other people. It's yeah, just to make sure. him as good as is possible. Yeah, sure. he,
1: he's like I I definitely get that because I think from our perspective we're like well hang on let we let's make one change and mm-hmm. then determine the result and then. Whereas I think, yeah, he's just decided, he's deliberately shotgunning and just thinking like, mm, just. Yeah. Uh, I
0: did a a podcast which is now out in podcastland uh, with a guy called Jordan Hall, who basically worked. Uh, he spends a lot of his time thinking about how to redesign civilizations. Fucking is
1: it, he he's the one one life hack a month thing. No. Who is that? I remember that Carl guy. Sederstrom. Ah, uh, okay. That was really.
0: On. I really like that one episode. I think it's forty. Quite early on, wasn't it? Thirty-eight, something like that. Carl Sederstrom. Um, how cute. Like, really fucking good. Um, but he, even he said on that man, anyone who's not doing the pomodoro technique, he said the best mm. life hack that he came up with out of the entire year. But yeah, this is crazy. I know, like unbelievable.
1: That, like, how how credible is that? You hear a man who's done a year of rotating life hacks systematically, and he's like. Pomodoro Pomodoro, Pomodoro is the Technique, best.
0: Man. And it's free. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. free.
1: <laughs> and all the other ones paid. But, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> paid but it's, this is a paid. That
2: segment. that like with 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 anything, like building habits, for example, truly using the Pomodoro technique, really mastering it, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really hard. I can do like a fifty percent deep. Pomodoro quite well, I, easily I can't um, can
1: go 100 miles an hour well, <laughs> I know that I know all the way to candle the wind do you I do I do as well yeah. I, I actually won an egg and spoon race once
2: <laughs> really I think it's important that none of us are underestimated <laughs> that's the <most> notion <laughs> <laughs> we can girdle the world I mean
1: well, he, he knows the words to candle in the yeah so do oh. I
2: thing is your car does go 100 miles it an hour it does go 100 miles an hour yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. so 8 <laughs> 8 pounds
1: £8. Pounds. I thought that was Kyle saying iPad. <laughs> <laughs> iPad. iPad. Definitely wasn't.
2: We we'll um, need to include the cassette boy clip.
0: What's that?
1: That's what all those references are from.
0: Oh, the
2: yeah, yeah. Alan Sugar thing.
0: Yeah, fine. Uh, Video guy will make Alan Sugar appear over our heads.
1: And the Pomodoro article.
0: I'll put that in the show notes below.
1: Yeah, that was a good bloody good one. Was it the guy who came up with was it the Anki CEO?
2: Some Different one. No, it's, so there's a guy called like Chris Whitfield or something. Okay. He
1: just tracked every Pomodoro in his life, including like climbing. Oh, no, like, that guy, that is the Yankee guy. Uh, yeah. So that was a like, guy who was like, so I, I just
2: coded my own tracking software for it and logged it all. But there's another guy who <laughs> was like, I was working 40 hours a week and decided I'm just going to do eight Pomodoros a day and described how he was able to achieve the same volume of work. Do
0: you remember when. Deep uh, working it. Do you remember when I got that? A message on Instagram of a listener who'd been uh, who'd heard us talk about the Pomodoro technique and had created his own spreadsheet. I sent you guys a screenshot of the spreadsheet. Yeah, he's I like, remember. man, it's completely changed my life. I'm like,
2: mm. holy fucking mm. shit! I think just related to using Pomodoros for the rest of your life. I think that's it. that's how to ruin your life. <laughs> if you're Pomodoro. Still seeing everything as a Pomodoro, I think it's purely for work. For me, as soon as the the timer goes on. I try my best. So, timing goes on, cold turkey, email, WhatsApp message. It's like,
1: you know, the noise from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire when they start the quiz? Du, 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 du. Du, du, du. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, it's oh. exactly like that.
2: Yeah. Like, showtime. Yeah. Oh, Game do on. not fuck about because Chris yeah. Taggart's here. Yeah. Chris right, Jeremy, Clark. Jeremy Clarkson. And what? they've got a new helpline. Oh, yeah, he is. He's a... got a new helpline, which is Ask Jeremy. Hey. Oh. What? Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? That's so yeah, narcissistic. He's Back on TV. When? It's been on for a while, right? Jeremy Clarkson's the new host. There's a new lifeline, which is ask Jeremy. But he's the host, precisely. So the the light goes. it Turns around to Jeremy, but he's, oh, and it, he goes. Really he, sure, he goes. Actually. I don't know. Uh,
0: what was the every time? Yeah. What's the what channel is it on?
2: Don't know. Must be ITV. I think so. That's that reminds mean. me. That's what I was going to say. The thing that I mentioned before. I don't know why I pointed you. I'm sorry. The thing that I mentioned before about the big thing, a documentary following. A documentary following a guy who had been accused of a sex offence. Yes, it's Louis Theroux, and it's on BBC iPlayer. Louis Theroux is it's a accused? new. B, it's is a, there, Louis no, Theroux, no. the sex offender. <laughs> no, <laughs> Louis Theroux interviewing him. Right. I wish <laughs> so much that I was Louis Theroux. Just had Louis Theroux's mannerisms. Have you? I wish both that seen I, I had the, the mindset of Mark Mark Bourne from The Big Short. Or right, <laughs> I wish I could ask questions um, like Louis Theroux.
1: You You've seen it. You've seen the clip of the Scientology trailer. Uh. Yeah, I've seen the full thing. Absolutely brilliant. Um, He's making a documentary as well. So you tell him to stop, and I'll tell him to stop. So the
0: Big Short, the guy who produced the Big Short, fantastic um, film about the 2008 financial crisis, um, is the exec producer on a new Amazon Prime documentary series with one of the actors from Harold and Kumar Got a White Castle. Okay. And it's the guy who was a very successful. Uh, politician or uh, like political advisor worked in the Obama administration. It's one of the two main actors. Also, mm. there's been a few things, and um, it's just about money laundering. And
2: he—that sounds class. It's fucking. Mint. Is it out now?
0: Available now, Amazon Prime. What's um, it called? I can't. Uh, it, uh, this great beast
2: that is the global
0: economy. Wordy title. Yeah. Um,
2: someone needs to work on the headlines, don't they? Yeah, know. Yeah.
0: It's all. It's kind of a bit. It's very American. But it's fucking cool. So, literally, the first episode is he gets given a fake $1 million and
2: has to work out how to launder it. Oh, that sounds so good, Chris. <gasps> I can't wait to watch that. I'm so excited. He's also, that director's also done um, Vice, that's just been in the cinema, which is about Dick Cheney. All right, yeah. That's cool. That's, recommend watching that. So, that, he, there's a scene where 9 11's just happened. Dick Cheney's played by Christine Bale. 9 Eleven's just happened and everyone else is in like fucking uproar and Dick Cheney's just sat there
1: shorting the S&P so
2: so it's not far off he's he's sat there just thinking and then (laughs) picks up the phone and it pans out and it's like no one knew on that day why when a plane flew into the Twin Towers Dick Cheney rang his lawyer but it laid the trend and then it shows basically how he just like manipulates his way like because he's painted in a very bad light Uh, what what does he do? So he was, the just, vice, he was the vice president to George Bush. Right, but no, what does he do there? He just capitalised like, so it? Like, so a lot of the Iraq war, a lot of the decisions made around, like, when to invade and what to do were him. What was he... How was he benefiting? Financially. Right, okay. So, so, he, so was, he, did... he was CEO of a big oil company. Yeah, right, right, so not, not far off, you <laughs> know. Oh, man. Not big farmer. So, like, well, not big farmer. It it's
1: just easier, just short the CFD. But it, it's just... It.
2: It's, the, it's the scene where everyone's like,
1: oh, my God, and he's just like... It, it, mm. I find that so weird because it's like... Is that actually recorded, that?
2: No, well, it, it's not in the film. Right. But I, I wouldn't have thought so because it's in like the... It's, an, it's acted in the film. That's my point. It's dramatised. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, I did a another podcast with the FBI's uh, ex-head of the FBI's behavioural science division, a guy called yeah, Robin yeah. Um. So he is one of the world's experts on uh, body language.
1: I think I've seen something from him. He's Robin, great.
0: He's he's been around a, a few different uh, a few different podcasts, but he was unbelievable. And he said he started at the FBI about six months before nine eleven. Oh my
2: god! And I asked, I was like, think of the paperwork that guy's oh, a lot, really. man.
1: That's, That's he, you know we were saying last time about when someone goes into the back of you and just all the paperwork just flashes Flash. in front of your eyes. Yeah, it's that times a lot. Time. I mean, that is
0: a lot of paperwork, isn't
2: yeah. it? Yeah. Anyway, gentlemen, thank you very much for coming. Um, something else to watch just sneak it in lay it on me um, AlphaGo on Netflix AlphaGo is unbelievable you've seen it yeah fantastic if you watch AlphaGo you'd like AlphaGo uh, is it Li Sudong yeah have you heard of Go the game Chinese okay. board game Chinese board game it's like apparently the hardest game in the world okay um, <laughs> they build a deep mind owned by Google based in London it's just a bunch of really clever people trying to make an algorithm, trying to make AI, essentially. Mm -hmm. And the mark of of AI is, can we get this algorithm to beat the best Go player in the world?
0: Because they managed to do it in chess, but they said essentially that because the number of permutations that Go can have, the number of different plays that you can have in Mm -hmm. Go is 10 to the 150, which is more than there are atoms in the observable universe. Um, so basically, it was so complex. Four hundred and forty-three billion billion, <laughs> billion, 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 <laughs> billion stars in the known universe. <laughs> yeah, um, if every tear was a drop in the ocean, it would. Um, so yeah, and they uh, they said that it wouldn't wouldn't be able to be done. And I want I want it. But then
1: that that surely means that the human mind is just taking punts rather than like the the mind that someone the best Go player. Is mostly taking punts, and it's just quite good.
2: Well, no. That's how do you program it? How
1: if do you, you can't program like because if, if he you can't program a human to do it, then you can't program a computer to.
2: So, so they're, they're trying to create intelligence. Or they? the humans just making heuristic.
0: Their, their argument is their argument is that there is some uh, undefinable characteristic oh, to okay. human intuition or whatever it might mm-hmm. be, which you wouldn't be able to replicate. Then they do this. Then. Do you know about AlphaGo Zero? Yeah, that's Beat AlphaGo a hundred games to zero yeah. with no, it was given nothing. So it just did self-play locked in its own box. Wasn't given the rules. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, scary. I know. AlphaGo Zero started from nothing and within oh. four days had beaten the Someone game. Someone
2: needs to go down London and just unplug that oh, I don't like that at all. all.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, But, so um I've mentioned this on the last catch-up episode, Josh Clark's The End of the World. If you haven't listened to it, you need to go listen to it. It's fucking unbelievable. And in that, there's a, a fairly cleverly balanced view of the threat of AI. And it's that some of the cleverest people on the planet say that we are definitely getting closer to very, very good specific artificial intelligence. Mm. But essentially in the last 30 years, we've made no progress towards general AI. Yeah. And there's just, there's so many very difficult things to do, like to get a robot to be able to pick a ball up off the ground. It needs to define so many different things Mm. what is a ball what is pickup what are the motions that are required how do you do it like it's impossible the worry is
2: that you you build something specific that becomes so intelligent that it's like I I now need to learn this as well and then and it learns itself to be general do you see what I mean
1: this is why the the book Superintelligence is. I've I, you promised, I I it.
2: You promised uh, me so that you promised so me that there's a, a lot of you about stuff about tidying up and so, that, so Yeah, with, I know you are.
1: Basically, the the sentence that you just said there's like there's a chapter on on that like what if question mm-hmm. and he just goes deep down the maths and like if we define k as the integral of s over t and this is uh, equivalent two, to the number of speed, of neuronal connections concept. that you, you had, had to yeah. what you had to dial back the pace uh, to. Back to two, yeah. Yeah, from three. The
2: the Tim Urban, you know Tim Urban's on the flat Earth, yes guy. They interview him a few times. Yeah, his interview with Tim Ferris. He has the 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 best like Fisher Price AI discussion I've ever heard, and like the the theory of what we you know are we going to live on planets or space stations. Like that that interview is genuinely brilliant. So so many things. Let's, let's recap what people need to watch and read. Oh, so much stuff. Digital Minimalism. What ta- if people have read none of this stuff, they're honestly in for the best like couple oh, months of months. Critics work, atomic yeah. habits. Um,
0: then they need to Digital watch... got Minimalism. I got your gun. Um, need to watch Prescription Thugs. Need to watch This Beast, uh, The Great Beast that is the Global Economy. Bigger, Stronger, Faster as well. Bigger, Stronger, Faster. Um, uh, what's that? The Dome, Under the Dome.
2: Yeah, what's the flat earth thing called?
0: Something was... to do with Flat Earth on oh. Netflix. You'll be able to see it. it's being promoted like hell. Um, the new Louis through new Sorry. new Louis through BBC iPlayer. Alpha Go. Yeah. Anything else? The Big Short. If you've not seen that. Big Short. If you've not seen that as well, yeah, unbelievable. Margin Cool, If you've not seen that. Uh-huh. Wizard Mar- of
2: Lies. If you've not seen that. Have You seen Wizard of Lies? No. Brilliant. It's about um, Bernie Madoff. Oh, um, I've
0: seen it advertised. Uh, the new. Um, Joe Rogan with Alex Jones
2: four and a half hours oh, God. of unrelenting it's what stops you from getting fully into Joe Rogan because <laughs> it's just such a commitment like, that, that'll take me like two weeks to listen to so uh, he, there's this big the way
1: to listen to it is like what what Chris does where it's just on in the background
2: yeah
0: it's a good way to, especially with that when you don't think care you the problem the, yeah. pro- <laughs> the problem that you have with an audiobook is you don't want to be doing anything else while you're listening to it that's too taxing in case you miss some of the gold Or even if you you miss five minutes, you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Whereas with Alex Jones, if you listen to five seconds, you don't know what's going on.
2: So it's like... Right. So you might, if you just never know what's going on. You're fine. I really enjoyed the Elon Musk on... um, Rogan. Rogan. He was good. And Darren Brown. Darren Brown was
0: very good. Very lucid. But Elon Musk didn't do himself any favours in not looking like a weirdo.
2: I think it's all part of his plan. To do what? to get Tesla and SpaceX into massive exposure. How much traffic did that interview have? Well, zero to their Facebook
0: because he deleted it. I
2: don't, but it, but it but there's no way you fly rockets to Mars, make electric cars, try and revolutionize all these things. But you're, you're a bit of a twat when it comes to your PR. Like yeah, it's all, enough. it's
0: all got to be on purpose. So, yeah. cause he's got that kind of megalomaniac, crazy yeah, genius yeah. thing going on. It's did all, you see the video of his new rocket mounted on the floor? The test burn, no. Oh God, that's the rocket that can take people that they've just sent up, isn't it? It's a new one. It's just a, a like um, prototype. They just mode. they launched one the other day. That not they, not that one. It's right. not ready yet. Okay. Um, they did this thing, and the sound that this machine makes is like mm. it just sounds like the end of the earth,
2: like the sort of thing that would take us to Mars. I, I imagine probably yes. Yeah.
0: And on that note, I think we better leave. Gentlemen, thank you very much for coming along. Uh, all of the links to what we've linked are in the show notes below, everything that we've brought up during this podcast. Please do not pre- forget to press subscribe. Johnny's touching Yusuf's hand. Oh, he's waving. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Thank you.